Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560 Sports WQAM, FM99.9 HD2, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, folks, it's week six of the NFL season, which means it's week six of the fantasy football season. It's Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, folks. No matter what your record is right now, unless you're 0-5, okay, I can understand that. Nose will correct me in a minute. No need to go crazy. No need. I, I was in one of these little kind of stretches where... I lost a couple weeks in a row, then I won one and feeling a little bit better about myself. Nose will help you out also with that feeling that I had for a couple weeks where I thought it was all over. But it's not. It's never over. It's never over, unless you're 0-5 right now. But let's bring him in. This is Zach on the Nose, so I do have a partner in crime. He is the Nose. Follow him on Twitter, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Nose, welcome to week six of the NFL season. We are here. It's week six. Yeah, man, you're you're really tapping into something there, Uh Ever have a situation where you're down one point and it's Monday Night Football and all you have is Darren Waller in a one-point-per-reception league and he goes out in the first series and gets you no catches and then you lose by one point? So, yes, you're talking about heartbreak and fantasy. I had it this past week. Look, we all have it, and that is the highs and the lows, the roller coaster that we call fantasy football. But the one thing that we always say just like the NCAA tournament, survive and advance. Keep going right now. Hopefully you're going to play some teams that maybe have some players on a bye week. That's what we have for the first time. We have uh, some serious teams that we'll get into that are on a bye this week. So this is where depth in fantasy football is most important. This is when you had players on your bench that you're saying, man, they're doing pretty good. Well, I can't get them in the lineup. Well, with some bye weeks right now, you're going to get them into your lineup. So overall message, though, is as you were saying, yeah, if you're 0-5, I feel bad for you. Right, of course. Make a move, though. Get yourself a win and try to get on that hot winning streak. There have been situations where if you start 0-5, you could rip off six to seven straight wins, and you could get yourself what we call the back door into the playoffs. Since that six or you know five or six uh, slot in your fantasy playoffs, if that's how many teams you have going into the playoffs, never give up. All right, Jimmy Valvano, this that's thing. Right. Never give up and keep going. Next week, if you're zero and six, I'm going to have a different message for you. But that's not next week. We're here. We're now. I don't care. Zero and five. You still have a shot. Okay. We still have plenty of weeks left. Make a move. Make a trade. And uh, try to simply put, get a W. That's it. That's all you got to do at this point. And by the way, uh, this is playing on Thursday night. We have taped this on Wednesday. I am out of town. I was not on the Joe Rose show this morning. Not going to be on the Joe Rose show tomorrow. I am out of town for my son's birthday. So we are taping this on Wednesday. So if we have crazy predictions that all of a sudden Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon or five minutes before our show started tonight, all of a sudden a dude is out. This is the reason why uh, radio is perfect because we did this a day before it's airing. It's only an hour tonight we're only on in uh for one hour tonight so it's not our normal show that we're going to do and obviously text messages not going to work here but you could always tweet at the nose at spencer nose n-o-s-e make sure his notifications go on fire all weekend long before sunday's matchups sunday's big matchups and monday night football uh thursday night football does uh come on uh tonight uh so you don't have to really worry about any of that not here on wqam though because we have a lot more stuff going on but you do have washington and chicago as uh, Nose likes to call it, what is mud and water? I mean, what is dirt and water? Damn, Thank I messed you. that up. It. It's mud. I blew it. Uh, and that's what you got uh, tonight on Thursday Awful. Night Football. Uh, Awful game but let me let me be a positive person. Do it, please. There is 0.0% chance that tonight's game is worse 
than last Thursday's. Oh, yeah, yeah. There last is Thursday's zero. Right, and I, oh, tonight's right. going to be a stinker. Okay, this couldn't I, – I, man, my interest in this game is so little. And, ladies and gentlemen, I have a lot of interest in fantasy football <laughs> and players. Uh, the Washington Commanders right. uh, tonight, not the best offensive weapons. You know, they're – Scary Terry McLaren is unstartable at what this point. What happens, right? It's just they're, they're spreading the ball all over the place to where the Dotson and Samuel and McLaren, and then now you have Gibson and Robinson. There's not one marquee player getting anything done. So that's Washington side of it. And then on the Chicago side of it, man, Justin Field is just no good. Right. He's no good. I think Darnell Mooney, I think the world of him and his talent, and he cannot get him the ball. The only real player you're going to start is you know David Montgomery. That's just basically for me in this entire game. Yes, you're going to have to start some players. We discussed there are bye weeks, so you're going to have to maybe put Scary Terry McLaren and just pray that it's his game. But other than that, the only player in this game worth of any value to me is David Montgomery. And honestly, I'm a little nervous about him because Khalil Herbert is probably the best handcuff and the end/or the best backup in the NFL. So. Yeah, a real stinker tonight. Yeah, bad. try to try to not. Yeah. And on top of it, the Thursday night football. What's the right word? It's just sloppy. The the game is meant to play, not be played on Thursday night. These guys turn around from Sunday to Thursday. The quality of play is what I was looking for. Has been horrific. And so, man, there's nothing worse than starting your fantasy week with a stinker on a Thursday night. And so, I recommend unless you absolutely have to. <laughs> keep all players on your right. bench outside of David Montgomery. All right. Well, like we always like to do here in the first segment, is kind of go over the week that was. We always start off with the nose pick of the year, Knight Cortland Sutton. Uh, how do you assess last week for your boy Knight Court? It's, it's just simply put, his quarterback stinks right now. I mean, that man is way interested in other things. Sierra, you know, being a Hollywood star versus actually being an NFL quarterback, and he's getting stranger and stranger, and his press conferences are making me more nervous and when this is the first time that I went with a wide receiver for the nose pick of the year and yes I did put up plenty of thought as to if you're going to use a wide receiver you better you have a pretty consistent stud quarterback getting him the ball well I was really in my opinion totally on point with Cortland Sutton the only problem is Russell Wilson ain't getting the job he's done. poop yeah he's bad but listen I'm giving him one more shot this week Monday night football. I did bring up L.A. for a reason. He's going to his home, the Chargers. Okay, he's going to be in L.A. He's going to have all the stars there. I'm going to give him one more week, Zach. I'm giving him literally one more week. And outside of that, if he does not put up a big game, you cannot start Russell Wilson. And if you don't start him this week, I totally understand Yeah, why. of course. At this but point. Cortland Sutton going back to the nose pick of the year. Uh, if I'm going to twist this into a positive, and I am a salesperson, so yeah, I'm going to twist it. this into a positive, he has had double digits in fantasy points in a PPR league every single week, weeks one through five. Uh, last, He's currently in a PPR league, and that's how we speak, because if you're not in a PPR league at this point, what are you doing? But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, he is currently 13th amongst all wide receivers, uh, which is not too bad considering the fact he only has one touchdown on the season. Uh, last week, uh, five catches for uh, 74 yards, doing the quick math. That's 12.4 fantasy. Well that's, done. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, well done. And so we've, uh, we're not, we're not super happy so far because we want to be in the top 10. And I was trying to get top seven, maybe top five, which we discussed would be of course, a huge, a huge up a challenge. For that uh, you know, wide receiver position? Yeah, right, on. where there are yeah. stars everywhere. But so far... I'm I'm still in a okay place. I would be miserable if he wasn't doing the double digits every week. So Cortland Sutton so far, I would say uh, just above average for my standards, but with plenty of room if Russell Wilson could get it together to you know spike up quite a bit. Yeah, that would be nice if he could do that. I mean, a lot of people out there were high on Russell Wilson going into the season. Going to Denver, Denver owner paying him. Right, Mr. Walmart, right, exactly, paying him a lot of money at that point. All right, so there was uh, plenty of other top performers from Week 5, not just Knight Cortland Sutton, as we like to talk about, as the nose pick of the year. Let's go over a couple of those right now. You can start with that quarterback position nose. Um, The week that was Week 5 of the NFL season, especially for fantasy, a lot of the normal names we see on there, and then there's always that one name or two names that just kind of like, what? 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 He's still doing it? It's unbelievable. Josh Allen has become the elite. You know, we discussed it. Mahomes and Josh Allen, the elite quarterbacks 
And the bottom line is, they're playing each other this week for the game of the week. We'll get into that later. Wow, I can't wait. But Josh Allen last week, 424 yards, four touchdowns. That's over 50 fantasy, ladies and gentlemen. And I can't believe I'm saying this. But again, Geno Smith. Geno bleeping Smith, as you would say. Right. What? 268 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Two of the longer variety, Tyler Lockett. He's doing it week in and week out, and I'm expecting a lot of tweets. Uh, do I start Geno Smith or? Right. That is a whole different cut. Unbelievable. I'm waiting for that game where he becomes Geno Smith, the guy that we think is Geno Smith. But that hasn't happened yet, Zach. And he looks good, and confidence is this thing that, you know, when you have it, it's hard to let you. He's playing at a high level right now, and I'm just— Higher than anyone else thought, that's for sure. Oh, my God. Nobody thought that at Geno Phenomenal. Smith. Number right. two quarterback in Week 5, number three, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the four touchdowns all to Kelsey, 292 yards. So Josh Allen, Geno Smith, and Patrick Mahomes are the top three performers in the quarterback position. And the running back position also had a couple names on there. Uh, one or two, I would say, that are kind of out, out of the blue— um, that you thought in the beginning of the season would be the guy or might be the, the new up-and-coming star. Otherwise, a lot of the, the the random real names that we hear just about in the top of everyone's fantasy draft. Finally. Okay, yeah. every week the running back position has been absolutely all over the map, right? You know, Khalil Herbert was leading at one point. It was just a weird uh, season so far for the running backs. Finally, we had some stability at the running back position in week five. Finally, A.A. Ron Ekelar, the number one running back, the guy who was taken in the top three, the guy who had in his first two weeks made all his fantasy owners extremely nervous. Well, ladies and gentlemen, 173 yards, one touchdown on the ground, four receptions, 26 yards, and a touchdown in the air, around 38 to 40 fantasy points. Welcome back. And then I'm just going to rip it off. Leonard Fournette, welcome to the party. Josh Jacobs, been phenomenal all year. 154 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Then Nick Chubb, 134 and a two touchdowns. Reese Hall. There it is. Wow. Finally, uh, the people who said we're going to go out there and take him early, and then the first week or two, they were like, whoa, is Michael Carter the starter? No, he's not. Reese Hall looked really good last week, as many of you guys know. Then it was Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, and Alvin Kamara. So right then and there, Echola, Chubb, Henry, Cook, Kamara, the guys that you took in the first you know, 15 picks of the draft right. showed up. And it's been anything but at the running back position. So very impressive by them. Yeah, and then the wide receiver position as well. A couple names. Uh, one from the Geno Smith uh, game that just unbelievable. Actually, both receivers played uh, pretty well in that game. Um, but... You finally saw another breakout game from the guy who shoved somebody at the end of the game also. Finally gets really on the board as, as one of the number one guys. Yeah, Devontae Adams had the two bomb touchdowns. We all watched it on Monday Night Football, and now he has a bye uh, this week and possibly doesn't have a game the week after that That's because right. you got caught on camera taking down a cameraman. Great job, Devontae <laughs> But it was really the show started on, like, the first series of the first game, and that was Gabe Davis's 98-yard touchdown. How about three receptions for 171 yards and Whoa. two touchdowns? And then that second touchdown where I think it was Minka Fitzpatrick had the ball in his hand, and he just literally ripped it out and just said, that's mine. I'll take that touchdown. Uh, so an incredible game by him. And I think you were alluding to the fact that uh, Tyler Lockett had a really big game, five catches, 104 yards, and two touchdowns, again, of that longer variety for bonus points if you have longer touchdowns. The Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf situation is real. Until it's not, but for now, it's real. And everybody passed on them in these drafts. And then somebody said, at some point, these guys are too talented that we just have to draft them at this point. Well, those are the people who right now are starting these guys. And when you draft Tyler Lockett in the eighth or ninth round and you're plugging him in that wide receiver, there's a good chance you're doing pretty well. Jack. Yeah, I can imagine so at that point. And we have to bring up the tight end position also because you talked about Patty Mahomes earlier throwing all those touchdowns to you-know-who. But another guy jumped on the list also who is probably designated about nine different positions on your fantasy roster if you wanted to play him at any different position. But he finally made it also, and he might have had one of the biggest impacts of Week 5 in fantasy. Right. I mean, who would have thought that when I came onto the show with you and I said Travis Kelsey had four touchdowns, not one, not two, not three, but Mahomes threw up the four touchdowns to his tight end. 
that I would come in here and say how weak the tight end position was, that somebody else tight end eligible had more fantasy points, right, and by right. a lot. Unbelievable. So we're talking about Taysom Hill. Uh, nine rushes, 112 yards, and three touchdowns from your tight end. So... That's ridiculous. It's in our observations, and I hope we have time to discuss what we do with Taysom Hill, because right now he's a free agent, and now uh, in certain leagues like CBS, you still have an opportunity tonight to pick up your free agents. And Yahoo, if you haven't already and he's still available, I recommend picking him up based on how weak the tight end position is and based on what kind of weapon they have there. New Orleans would be absolutely crazy to not give this kid the ball every single time they're in the five-yard line and in. To me, it reminds me of the, the, the Florida Gator fans from 06 to 08 when they had Tim Tebow. If you're on the five-yard line, why give it to anybody else? He just scored every single time. Taysom Hill is not getting tackled. So to have a situation where you could put a guy in there uh, in the tight end position and get rushing yards. Ridiculous. The, and he has the ability to throw for touchdowns and just an overall hybrid weapon. Uh, it's a risk-reward because there are games where he's going to do very little. But, again, if I'm New Orleans and I'm trying to win football games, I'm giving that man a bigger role in the offense. Yeah, it would just be you know, stupid not to at this point. You see what he can do when he's in there. All right, that'll do it for our first segment here on Zach and the Nose's Week 6. Uh, Zach and the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. When we come back, we're going to get into those observations, and we're going to get into yes or no's. We're going to do that in segment number two here coming up. I am Zach. That is the nose. This is Zach the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Let's take a break. Segment two coming up next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Segment number two here. Remember, folks, we have taped this on Wednesday. I know it's Thursday night, and this is playing Thursday night. We taped this on Wednesday because I am out of town for the next couple days. All my fault, not noses. So that's who you can blame for all this. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. Anyways, with all that said, Garcia, you know what time it is. It's time for Yes or No's Hit My Music. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 
children of all ages, it's time for Yes or No's, the award-winning segment that everyone around the world now uh, knows about. I'm getting uh, notifications from people all over the world saying, God, that we love Yes or No's. That's a lie, but it sounds great on radio. It's week six of Yes or No's, so remember what happens here, the rules. Nine fantasy football questions and one life question for the no's for you out there. But let's start with question number one. Yes or no's. Has Geno Smith become a top 10 quarterback? Start. Yes or no's. Yes. I don't even know how or why I'm saying this, but if you watch him, and I have watched him, I have been blown away. This man has a chip on his shoulder, and he's saying, oh, I was the guy, you know, Russell Wilson this, Russell Wilson that. He comes in, he's like, I'm just as good as Russell, if not better. He's being the part, he's acting the part, and he's playing so well. So right now, I think he could sustain this based on the weapons that he has. So yes, Geno Smith could end up being a top 10 quarterback. And normally we do start this off with the Thursday Night Football stuff, but there is no one I want to ask a question about Thursday Night Thank Football you. with the nose. So we're just going all over the place. You. Right. Question number two. Is Kirk Cousins a top 10 start at quarterback this week against that Dolphins defense? Yes or no? Yes. Right now, it seems like anybody could pass against the uh, Miami Dolphins, whether it's uh, Brees Hall going on a quarter, you know, on a screen 97 yards or something ridiculous. Ugh. But yes, uh, Kirk Cousins looks real good as the number one wide receiver in the league. And yes, they're. He's a top 10 play against the Miami Dolphins. All right, question number three. You just brought him up, Brees Hall. Is he now a top 10 running back to start each week in fantasy? Yes or no's? No's, but he's getting there. But he's getting there. Listen, Michael Cartera, Michael uh, Carter from the – I was going to say Cartera. I don't know why I went with that. I like that. Yeah, me too. It's like Cartier maybe or something like that. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. He's still there, and he's actually still doing some really nice things. Uh, you know, for example, last week he had 10 rushes. Now, he didn't do so well in terms of the 21 yards, but he snaked two touchdowns, I believe. So Michael Carter is the reason why Brees Hall is not going to be a top 10 running back for the rest of the season. All right, question number four, bringing it back home here to Miami, a name that knows loves from a couple years back. Yes or knows Radio Raheem has a breakout week. He's now a must-start at running back in your lineup. Yes or no? Yes. I'm just going to say yes because I want that Radio Raheem mojo. I know the talent is there. We've seen the talent. And right now, with the quarterback situation, they have to lean a little bit more on the run. And he looks really good. Is he going to maintain it over the course of the season? I don't know. But at least for this week and for the next few weeks, when there's bye weeks, there is absolutely no problem starting Radio Raheem, a former Nose pick of the year. That's right. I knew you'd love that one as well. All right. Question number five here for Yes or No's Week 6 edition. All right. Zeke is a better start than Tony Pollard for that Cowboys team right now. Yes or No's? No's. I won't even say it. No, never. I will not say it. Uh, Tony Pollard has such a breakout potential. Last week, eight rushes for 86 yards, baby. Uh, and a touchdown. So, Right now, in my opinion, Tony Pollard is the one with the arrow going up. And Zeke is a guy who, yeah, he's getting volume. But right. we're not going to watch Zeke all of a sudden break a 30-yard run for a touchdown. It's not happening. He's a good in-between-the-tackle, start off first down, get you four to five yards. But at the end of the day, the home run player uh, is Tony Pollard. And they're finding all kinds of ways to get him the ball. Uh, especially when Dak Prescott comes back, it's going to even elevate Tony Pollard. So for now, I'm a bigger fan of Pollard. And as you know, and if you guys don't know, I'm not a fan of Zeke. No, we know that. Not right, this year. Right. We don't take the uh, the Eldersman uh, running backs. And I, I am not a fan of starting him in general. All right, this doesn't happen very often in yes or no's, but somebody mentioned twice here, and the name is coming up again, with Geno Smith playing so well, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf now have become must-starts in your fantasy league. After the first couple weeks where you didn't even know if you could start those guys or not. Yes or no's? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm blown away. I'm saying it. I didn't expect to say it. But, yes, currently Tyler Lockett, okay, is a top eight fantasy uh, wide receiver. And just a few slots below him are DK Metcalf. Metcalf is averaging around 15 fantasy points per week. Uh, Lockett's averaging around 17 fantasy points per week so far. I know it's a small sample size, but you can't, you know, at this point through five weeks, just say it, it's still, um, 
not real. Right. Okay, it's real until it's proven otherwise. You're starting Taylor Lockett, and you're starting DK Metcalf. End of story. Yeah, it was a rough one in the beginning for both those guys. Uh, to, to, just to draft those guys, not knowing what the quarterback's going to be, like you said. But now, all of a sudden, Geno Smith playing like Miramar Geno Smith at that point. All right, question number seven here for yes or no's. Tom Brady is back, and so are his weapons. Yes or no's? Yes. This is the GOAT. This is Tom Brady. And, yes, he had a few rough games. Let me tell you something. If you didn't have Chris Godwin or Mike Evans in your lineup, you will have a rough game too, okay? You know, he uh, Tom Brady looks fine, okay? He looks absolutely fine. And now with Godwin and Evans playing, it opens it up. Gage is a really nice third wide receiver. Scotty Miller's still there. So if his wide receivers stay healthy and Lenny Fournette, who caught 10 balls in from the backfield last week, that's a great connection there. Tom Brady is a no doubt still very viable top seven quarterback. And so if he was the guy that you chose to be your quarterback, you're still putting him in week in and week out, and you will get your production. It's nice to hear, considering I invested him in just about every league as my starting quarterback, Tom Brady. Deep breath taken and uh, happy about it. All right, question number eight here. There was a ton of hype surrounding DJ Moore entering the season. But guess what? That's all gone now. Baker out. That team is in shambles. Yes or no to DJ Moore being someone you're going to start week in and week out. What I did not expect coming into this day was you bringing up DJ Moore. Right. DJ Moore, solid receiver, good player. Horrible. Horrible Horrible season. Horrible season. I can't believe how bad he has been this year. And listen, I know it's not all his fault. He's a good receiver. Uh, He's had a very touch-and-go quarterback for the first couple weeks of the season, and now it's only going to get worse with a P.J. Walker starting for him now? Correct. So far in the season, through five games, right. no, through five, he's got 17 catches. Give it to me. How many is that per game? That's what, three a game, three point like two a game or something like that. Catches right. per game. Oof. He's got under 200 yards in oh one touchdown. God. Very talented uh, wide receiver. Uh, stuck in a situation, and we see that from time to time. Really good wide receivers just simply put in the wrong cities. He needs to get out of there. Carolina, it's time for them to sort of tank this season away. Fire sales are going to start okay. very the, soon. The, the, right. the coach is gone, correct? And uh, it's time to get themselves a was it CJ Stroud or subtype, you know, whoever That's ends what up they're being, hoping for. you know, whether it's Levis from Kentucky or Stroud. I'm not going to get into the depths of who's the number you one guy. But, but, but Carolina the Panthers, they're looking at that yeah, very closely because their quarterback point. situation is atrocious. Uh, PJ Walker is definitely not any type of upgrade for any of those wide receivers. The only player we're starting in Carolina is. Christian McCaffrey. Thank you. Unless you're starting a defense at that point. You know, Brian Burns by himself, but that's it. Individual. I don't even know what that is at that point. Yeah, everyone, by the way, in Carolina, outside of, I'm assuming, Brian Burns, their defensive end, is going to be available on the trade market, including McCaffrey. McCaffrey might go to a different team here. It might be a little bit different. It's time for going a full forward. Right. rebuild in uh, North Carolina. Right. Right? Go, on, right. go and raise up. Right. Oh, so it's very well done by you. Very well done. All right. Last fantasy football question here for yes or no until we get to the life question. And uh, we talked about him a little bit in that first segment, too, of the game he had last week. Taysom Hill has now become a must start at that tight end position in your league. Yes or no's? No's in terms of must start. If you have to start, yes. Okay. Let's be clear. There's certain tight ends out there that if you just have on your team, you're obviously not going to start him over a uh, Kelsey. You're not going to start him over a uh, Mark Andrews. These are the obvious ones, but that's really how crazy Hawkinson. But outside of those top top players, yeah, you might want to give him a go. You know, again, Dallas Godert is a guy that you're going to start over him, of course. But when you're getting into the category of the Zach Ertz, David Njoku, Gerald Everett, Frayermuth, Disley, when you're talking about those guys. Yeah, I'm starting Taysom Hill. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice. Uh, there's that, more upside with that, right? For now, right? You know, right. we we got to see how his usage is over this week in particular, and then especially when Jameis comes back, it's gonna be very interesting. But at this point, as a tight end, and how poor the position is, yeah, I, I might throw him in there and give him a shot. All right, now normally here on the last question for yes or no, it's a life question. And I ask no's, and I am the only one that does have the answers. 
for this question. The right answers, at least. You might have answers, but they might not be the right answers here. And this one has to do with me not being here uh, live with you guys here today. I am off to Disney World with the family uh, for a couple days for my son's birthday. So this one is uh, partially easy for nose, yet there are just two answers he has to get right. Otherwise, it's a full-blown you failed the question and answer period fear for this off to disney world this weekend knows any suggestions on what there is to do for the adult and things i might have to do or eat at disney world over this weekend okay so to do or to eat right i'm gonna start with the eat because that's yep. easy right you get yourself a turkey leg and you pound that thing down there's nobody i don't care what anyone tells me a smoked turkey leg from disney is your best bang for your buck because it's crazy expensive there you get full and it's quite delicious <laughs> in terms of actually going on a ride is that what you're really asking me which ride for an adults is the best ride yeah you could you could throw the ride out there too right i don't know that's okay. a tough one for me right for me yeah man there's just something classic about space mountain i mean that's just the, you know, the truth is if All you're right. gonna if you're gonna get nostalgic about disney uh, and when I was able to take my daughter at the t- age when she was nine and she's scared just in general of life, but when I, I convinced her to go on it and she loved it in the dark, it was a you know one of those father-daughter moments that was pretty special for me. So I'm going Space Mountain as the ride and the turkey leg as the food. How did I do? Both answers are acceptable in this. Uh, I did have other things written down here, so we'll see what you say. Have you ever had the Dole Whip? No. Okay, the Dole Whip is like a pineapple, like ice cream type thing. It's it's like world renowned at Disney World. I don't even know if I like it that much, but I buy it every time I'm there. Just to say you bought it. I bought a Dole Whip at that point, and the Mickey Mouse ice cream bar. Okay. Yeah. Fair. I, I mean, I just it, it's not anything special. It does not come with a free pass to Disney World next time. It's not necessarily the best tasting ice cream bar or ice cream or dessert at the park. But I have to have a Mickey Mouse ice cream bar while I'm there. Do you go and take bite the ears first? You have to bite the ears first. This is a must, right? Yeah, you take the ears off first, and then you go straight for the you know the head and the jugular after that one. So. You know what? I feel it. Right. The okay. Mickey Mouse ice cream bar has to be uh, kind of... This, this was a, a, a easy one for those here because I'm in too good of a mood here uh, as I go and spend my life savings on my son over the weekend uh, in Disney World worth it. at Magic Kingdom. That is correct. All right. We have a couple minutes left here in this segment, so we might as well uh, go do a little bit of observations from the week that was beforehand. Uh, I like to get Nose to talk about not just the guys he either picked this week or not, but just some really good things that have happened or cool things that have happened uh, over the week here. Um, so let's do this because this is turning out to be the new rivalry, the new big one. We did for years Manning and Brady, Pats and Colts, and then when he went to Denver, it was the Pats and Denver. And who's the winner of that game or the winner of that you know, it's be AFC championship game, wherever it is, probably going to get to the Super Bowl. We have that now in the AFC with Mahomes and with Josh Allen, Kansas City and Buffalo, with both teams being probably the two best teams in the league, not just in the uh, the AFC American Football. I almost said American Football Conference. When was the last time anyone uh, said that? I almost just did there. Um, what do you think there? What do you, you know when, when well, it comes down to the the fantasy value? Because that's what we like to talk about here, and we that's all we do here in the fantasy show. There's a tremendous amount of uh, fantasy value when it comes to that car. This I, is I, really uh, the most exciting game of the year, and and you nailed it. This is the new rivalry. There was a point, now, I'm not a great historian because my years just get jumbled right, and whatnot, no but right. I think there was a point in my head, at least, there was eight straight years that it was literally Manning versus Brady right, right, in yeah. my own head. I, I know Pittsburgh snuck in there with Big Ben and whatnot, but the AFC rivalry of Manning and Brady, there is this Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes rivalry. It's fun to in watch. In due time. Right. All we have to do is live our lives. In due time, this will rival the Manning and Brady. This is how good these players are. Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes don't even come to me with a third name are by far the two best quarterbacks, and they're going against each other, and there's a lot of revenge because last year we all watched the best football game that we have all seen in many years. Again, that is not, just like you know on yes or no's, that is not an argument. Right. That comeback by Kansas City over Josh Allen where Mahomes, with literally no time, came back to win that game to go to the Super Bowl was a absolute thing of beauty. And so this week, 
from a fantasy perspective, we do have some things to discuss, Zach. Okay. So you have the Bills. Let's start there. Right. This is a little easier for me. Josh Allen, the number one quarterback in fantasy. Obviously, you're going to start him. Devin Singletary, good running back, but going against, believe it or not, a very good rush defense. They do have really good rush That's defense. That's line. Right. Oh, my Solid. God. Right. So Devin Singletary is a player that uh, I could see having a good game if the Chiefs go up and they have to use the run and they're going to dump the ball to Devin Singletary. But, you know, again – he has a lot of risk-reward to it because he could be a rough game because of that defensive line. The wide receivers are obviously must-starts. Uh, Gabriel Davis finally, finally showed us this is what, you know, with McKenzie out and Crowder out and Knox out last week, Davis is like, I'm going to be the man, and was he ever. So between uh, Davis and Diggs, obvious must-start. So right then and there, you have those wide receivers, the quarterback, and if you have to start Singletary. But I really want to dive into the KC situation because their wide receiver uh, and running back players, it, it, they're interchangeable in so many ways. So the question is, who do we trust to start week in and week out there? And it's not easy. But the first one is the hyphen. He's earned it. Okay, He didn't have a great game last week. But if you go through your fantasy league and you go all running backs year to date, the hyphen is going to be a top 10 running back. And uh, so he's the guy that you got to start. Although Jarek McKinnon looked really good, he did. So if you're you, right. right, if you're a hyphen owner and McKinnon happens to be a free agent, I like that handcuff quite a bit. Okay, so that's the player there. And uh, Isaiah Pacheco was a non-factor and could probably be dropped at this point. I think the two guys there are the hyphen and McKinnon. So hyphen's in. Obviously, Mahomes is in. But here's the meat. We watched something outside of the four touchdowns of three yards or less to Kelsey. Right. Uh, MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, sort of looked like the wide receiver one over Juju, okay? Now, Juju got his targets, right. and he was fine. But MVS had himself a really good game. And now we're getting into the point where we have injuries, Zach, and that's going to be the NFL. We're going to have injuries. But now on top of it, we have four teams this week on a bye, okay? And you got to replace those players. If you have Devontae Adams this week, okay, and or you have Brandon Cooks this week, for example, you need to replace those guys. So if you have a Marquez Valdez-Scandling that's been sitting on your bench or was a free agent, I got no problem with you putting him in. Now, in this particular game, the Bills' defense is quite tough. Kyer Elam, the Florida rookie cornerback. Playing great. Playing right. great. Right. But at the end of the day, you got Pat Mahomes throwing you the ball, and that's a lot better than most of the quarterbacks. So uh, I'm giving you the green light to put MVS into your lineup. He didn't score a touchdown last week, but he got the receptions, he got the yardage, and if he goes into the end zone, then you're looking at a 25-point fantasy day. Uh, so maybe this is the week he gets in. Okay, so Juju... Uh, MVS are the two guys that I am going to be starting from the wide receiver position. I'm not starting anybody else there uh, from the wide, re uh, wide receiver position. Obviously, Kelsey. And so this is a game where you have yourself a ton of fantasy action. It's the 425 game. It's just prime time. Forget about fantasy day, for right? one second. I know we're a fantasy show. This is football. This is why we watch the game and you don't have to be in fantasy to watch this game this is just get your popcorn the two best quarterbacks going head-to-head -head, the two best teams in the AFC going to head-to-head -head and enjoy yourself yeah it should be a fun one uh there as well uh let's go through another a uh, couple of observations quickly uh, Seattle Penny now out for the year Kenny Walker how about that the pickup of the century wow. I have Again, if Kenny Walker is somehow available in your fantasy league right now, it's a run-don't-walk situation. I'm most likely selling you at this point is, uh, yeah, he's not going to be a free agent at right. this point. Right, I would assume he's Based gone. on the fact that right. this, is, this show is not <laughs> is on a Thursday. Right. right, right, right. So, if you got Kenneth Walker, great job. If you had him on your bench, even better, because Kenneth Walker now becomes a must-start. That's it. This is a uh, team that made Penny look really good. He was rushing. He was looking amazing. Uh, now it's Kenneth Walker's turn. He broke one for a touchdown last week, Zach. He had like eight rushes for 
and I don't have it in front of me, but I think it was like 90 yards and a touchdown. And this is a team that's rolling right now. So Kenneth Walker is, I'm going to just say, a must-start in fantasy football. Yeah, I mean, it certainly looks like it at this point here. All right, last observation here before we go to our break. We're going to finish off the show in the last segment with the sniff test and, of course, the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. Remember, we did tape this on Wednesday to play on Thursday just so everyone out there knows. Uh Let's take it back home for a second here, because I see on your observation list, of course, when there's something dolphin on there, I like to run to it, not walk to it. Uh, what do you do with Waddle and Hill? Because two is more than likely not playing this week. Teddy Bridgewater probably will start uh, this week. And if we do go to Skylar Thompson, those are your two options at quarterback, at least for this week. Two might be back the week after, maybe Pittsburgh Sunday Night Football. But for this week, I would just assume there is no Tua and you're probably going to go with Teddy with the outside chance of Skylar Thompson. What do you do with Waddle and Hill? You start them. You do, and you pray. You just can't bench these guys. You know, you you don't have the depth. Who we who are you putting in for Tyreek? Right, I don't know. I mean, no, no, no I, one, it's right, a fair right. question. It's like a it's why it's an observation, question, right. and I guarantee I get asked more than anything this week. What do I do with Jalen Waddle? It's going to be, you know, the answer is you start him. And, you, and, and if Teddy Bridgewater plays, you know he could throw the ball deep. We saw that. And if you have Tyreek Hill one-on-one or Jalen Waddle one-on-one, just throw it and let those guys make the plays. And so you got you, you might not have the best game uh, with those guys, but there's at this point you can't put them on the bench. They're too good, and uh, they're healthy. So uh, Tyreek is playing and Waddle is playing. You start those guys. and understand the risks behind it but there's also the opportunity of a one screen pass that Mike right. D, you know Mike McD is going to one of the best play callers if not the best play caller in the NFL he's going to figure out a way to get those guys the ball and if they get in space this has nothing to do with the quarterback that has to do with their talent correct so the answer is you start them and if they do poorly, you knew the risk going in. But if they hit a home run for you, you're happy you started. Right, exactly. That's it right there. All right, this is uh, segment number two here of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Shout out to Ari and Eric, the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, for always getting us on the air here on QAM. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do a little bit of the sniff test, the tight end pick of the week, and the nose pick of the week. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach and the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We're going to wrap things up here with the sniff test, the tight end pick of the week, and the nose pick of the week. But let's get right to it at this point. Remember, uh, we are taping the show on Wednesday, playing it on Thursday. So the uh, if anything does happen with any of these picks that knows loves or hates or anything during the show you could just yell at us uh next week when we're uh, back on the uh, show here for don't you. shoot the messenger right, right we're right, doing right. the best we can doing the best we can all right let's go right to it let's go to the sniff test 
Knows always gives us a couple quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers he loves. And if he loves a couple of them, that means he does not like a bunch of them as well. So we're going to get right to it. Let's go to a couple players at the quarterback position for week six. Knows that pass the sniff test. All right. Tom Brady showcasing this weekend at Pitt, who was absolutely god-awful against the Bills. So, uh, Tom Brady, as you brought up earlier today, must start. Okay, He is a cornerstone of your team, and I happen to love him this week. Next, Jimmy Garoppolo looked really good, and when he gets his uh, players, you know, the weapons of Ayuk and Debo (laughs) Samuel, the ball— uh, he looked really studly. So against a very bad Falcon secondary, I'm fully giving you permission to start him. And now you see the creeping up of Matthew Stafford uh, versus Carolina. Um, man, this is just a game where Cooper Cup should have himself a, a really, really special game. I as sure well. hope so, right? You know, he was real. man, he took a seven-yard out and just went 75 yards later. It was pretty impressive. Uh, so at the quarterback position... We have Tom Brady, Jimmy G, and Matthew Stafford. Uh, okay, those are the quarterbacks this week that pass the sniff test. If we have quarterbacks, we need running backs and wide receivers as well. Let's go to the running back position. Those give me a couple that pass the sniff test. All right, J.K. Dobbins. It's like playing uh, Russian roulette with this guy. Is he going to be good? Is he not going to be good? He's unbelievable. Like you never can tell, right? Right. It's yeah, every other week. Well, I'm going to say start him this week versus the Giants. This is going to be a very run focused uh, game for Baltimore, and I recommend him this week. Next, we have Melvin Gordon versus the Chargers uh, on Monday Night Football. So that's a player again who is getting the bulk of those carries there. He is definitely a must start. And then finally. Miles Sanders, uh, getting the volume. This is going to be a game at home versus Dallas where Philly is going to establish the run, and Miles Sanders right now has been the guy there. He is clearly the number one, and whereas uh, Kenneth Gainwell is definitely the third down back, Miles Sanders, really nice later pick, uh, and I recommend putting him in your lineup. All right, so you got J.K. Dobbins, Melvin Gordon, and Miles Sanders as running backs this week that passed the sniff test. By the way, we're getting some uh, news here as we are taping the show on Wednesday uh, for Thursday night's action. It does look like Skylar Thompson will be starting for the Miami Dolphins. Teddy Bridgewater will be the backup uh, if he passes protocol, gets through everything. So there you go. Mike McDaniel feels more comfortable starting Skyler with a week of practice than having Teddy come in at the end of the week practice and do that. You still got to start your Dolphins wide receiver. That's where I was going with that, right. uh, Definitely a downgrade. I I like Skyler Thompson as a project, if you would. Uh, This is not the best case scenario for Tyreek Hill and for Jalen Waddell. But again, are you going, you know, text, you know, tweet at me. I say text because I'm old tweet at me and let me know what your decisions are waddle versus and and i'll help you out all right let's get uh right through it wide receivers uh this week that passed the sniff test <laughs> darnell mooney i'm calling it out thursday night football as his real big game now we discussed it earlier in the show i understand if you don't start him totally get it but I'm calling it out as the breakout game for him because, quite honestly, I need to. He needs to be good. I have him rostered in on my bench, and I'm going to probably get him into the lineup in a few of these because I do have some uh, wide receivers on by this week, and I'm, I'm praying to the gods that Darnell Mooney does it. He has the talent, and I believe against the Commanders, not the Redskins, but the Commanders, he's going to be really good. You have Chris Godwin. Uh, the average play turns around. I told you I'm a big, big fan this week of uh, Brady against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was really – I mean, their secondary is really bad. I mean, did you see what the Bills did to yeah, them last bad. week? Yep. If Tom Brady does half of that, he, these guys are going to have a monster game. And then Garrett Wilson, the Jets rookie wide receiver, is due for another explosion game, and I believe he will get that done in the frozen tundra. All right. <laughs> Those are the wide receivers that uh, pass the sniff test. we got to get to the players that fail the sniff test here. We're going to run right through them so we get to the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. Start with that quarterback position, Nosey. All right. I'm going to do this all in one breath. You know I like to do the, uh, Take a deep one the first, uh, right. Ace Ventura That's right. move right here. Ready? 
All right, Carson Wentz on Thursday Night Football, absolutely doing fine statistically, but he is broken down, and on a short week, I do not trust him. I hate that Thursday Night Football game for Carson Wentz. Um, <laughs> my notes say Dolphins starting quarterback, whoever it is, I don't like it. Even more confirmed, Skylar Thompson, you do not start him. I know he has great weapons. And then the last message is simple. Matt Ryan stinks. Easy. Right? Don't start him. Running back. Okay, we do not like any of the running backs right now in Atlanta, whether it's Huntley, Algiers. They got some guys coming in and running. Some guy named Williams, number 35, running for touchdowns. We don't want anybody there at all. Uh, we are not starting Jarek McKinnon this week. at a really nice game for the Chiefs, but right now they're going against the top. Uh, they're getting. They're going against one of the top defenses that we discussed with the Bills, and I would keep him out. And then in the same game, Devin Singletary versus the Chiefs, top three rush defense, a player that I am very skeptical will have a big game. So if you have the ability to keep Devin Singletary out of the lineup, I recommend that. And at wide receivers. Going against tonight's game, man, Scary Terry hasn't done anything all year. Is he going to just have his first big game? Many people hope so, but if you have the opportunity, again, to keep him out, I'd keep him out. Drake London is great. His quarterbacks are absolutely brutal against a beyond amazing San Francisco defense. Keep him out. Last but not least, we are still not starting Allen Robinson. He's going against Carolina. I don't care how bad Carolina is. Allen Robinson is not getting the ball. All right, good stuff. That is the stiff test for you. Garcia, where I know we're running out of time, let's hit the music. It's time for the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. All right, the tight end pick of the week, the number one player that we discussed this entire one-hour show, that's Taysom Hill. Ooh. Get him in the lineup for this week if you can. The only players that you're starting in, at the tight end position over him are Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, uh, Dallas Goddard, and maybe Zachary. That's it. Other than that, put him in your lineup. And finally, do it. The nose pick of the week. I love it. Going against a really bad rush defense in the Cleveland Browns. And now the man in New England. I'm going to crush his name right now. Ramon J. Stevenson has become a must start. Damian Harris is out for multiple weeks. They got Frank Zappa, the rock star, as, a, right. as their quarterback. What does that mean? Coach Bill's not stupid. He's going to run the heck out of the ball. We're talking 20-plus carries, 100-plus tough yards, and 200, uh, two touchdowns for Mahanje Stevenson, the nose pick of the week. I love that you butchered that name. That is the nose. Follow him on Twitter, <laughs> at Spencer Nose NOSE for Garcia in the back. As well, I am Zach. This is Zach of the Nose. Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We'll speak to you next week. Have a great week in fantasy football. Unless you're playing me. Peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.